Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Welcome back, Ballers. This is the Week 8 Review Podcast for the Ballers Dynasty League. I'm Pitsy. A joyous Stormo is with me. Hey, buddy. Good evening, Andrew. How goes it, my friend? Very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty funny. Uh, sorry, excuse my French there. Uh, pretty wet. Uh, it's been a bit rainy and uh, weird weather, cold-wise. It's not been my favourite. Bring on the sun, I say. Freezing. We had a little yeah, glorious it's... sunshine over in West Yorkshire today. Oh, mate, it's been also. I've seen everything today in Wales. Good. It's unfortunate. Anyway, back again for his podcast fix is Statman Rob. Hey, mate. Hello. Look at this. In with you two fine gentlemen, you two winners. Yes, it is. Uh, well, it was almost, almost a full winners podcast, but we'll get to that soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We thought we turned it around. We thought we turned it around, turned a corner. Yeah, I didn't, we're I didn't even think about that, mate, to be honest with you. Two we're, getting, we're getting better, but we're almost there. <laughs> Just not quite not quite got the three of them. All right then. Uh as, as as always, a quick rundown of the league shenanigans before we get to the games. Uh we have smashed through four hundred total plays now, which is pretty cool. Yes. Uh no more new countries though. So sad. that was, yeah. Well, we'll get some new ones soon, hopefully. We'll have to keep putting it out there in like French and you know different languages. Oh bonjour! <laughs> Bienvenue à Le Ballers Dynasty podcast. <laughs> It'll be bon oui. That's good night, guys. That's good night. <laughs> anyway, uh, this weekend was Trade Central. Dan being our main culprit. We started with a load of players being put on the trade block, including some of yours, Rob. Uh, quarterbacks Carr and Goff joined Dan's cam, and then Dan put three more on the trade block as well. So, Well, I, I actually convinced myself that Carr is a player that I should keep. I, I was listening all the, the pros to Dan when he was talking to me about Carr, and was like, actually, I think I might want to keep him now. So there's only Goff on there at the moment. So, yeah, can't, Carr came off pretty quickly. You were uh, you were singing Carr's praises before the season, weren't you? The one to watch. So I was quite surprised that you put him on. I was like, oh, he's fallen out with him. Uh oh, not good. Yeah, I mean, you know Alan and Burrow have been really unhappy. well. So, oh yeah, don't don't ever get the wrath of Rob. You know, see you there, so Curtis Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a huge one. And then the week you drop him, he uh, he goes and scores. A... He doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how Kasiki's doing now, though. Yeah, yeah right. let's we'll talk see. about him. We'll, just, yeah, we'll see. Give, give him a chance. Give him a chance. All right. So what Dan did next was quite the craftsman. He picked up Gorman, free off the waivers, and then binned him off to Lee for a third round pick. That's some pretty nifty GMing right there from Dan. Mm, yeah, and Gorman went straight he, in as well. He did pretty well, Gorman. Yeah, did. I mean, I mean, Lee Lee needed him, uh, but for Dan to pick him up and then find Lee to 
and see that he needed him and get our third round pick for him for free. That was mm, yeah, pretty good. Nicely done. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and then obviously Dan wasn't done with the trades on Sunday um, either because mid Sunday. Didn't you uh, get a trade off him, Pitchy? Didn't you get McFarlane off him for Beasley? Yeah, I mean, Beasley's good. He's been ticking over quite nicely, but um, I, I thought McFarland, depending on where Connor goes next year, I don't know. I thought I'd stash him away and see what happens. Just in case. I mean, just I, in case. Yeah, I picked Beasley up off the waivers a couple of weeks back, and I still haven't played him yet. It was more of a. Just in a backup, case. just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so, so McFarlane can just stash on the bench and if, see what happens next year. Nice. Mm. So obviously now, now due to their normal positioning after the the decision of moving the highlights to the front, Commissioner speaks. Hit, all right, Commissioner's decided. <laughs> yeah, Commissioner's outruled everyone. Like he doesn't care about us. But uh, in there now, going on forward, moving forward from now, usual place, the week's highlights. Who wants to start? Rob, you're going to start? Yeah, I'll start first. I've got two. Um, again, very difficult to decide. One is a really good one, and one is a bit of a, a sad one, really. Uh, so the first one, really positive. Um, Mahomes' sidearm magic to Kelsey for the touchdown. I was watching that play, and I was like, where on earth did that ball go? Like, how did he get it to Kelsey? It looked like it went through someone to get to him. <laughs> and it just shows it what he can like pull It like he kind of just underarm balled it to him, didn't he? Yeah, it's like... Yeah. There it it's goes. Crazy, man. Crazy. But that's thing. his baseball, isn't it? That's that's his yeah. uh, his baseball pass, yeah. you know, coming in. And then my second one is the Chargers collapsing once again. Um, and I've put in the notes, refer to tweet put out Monday. Um, when I was doing my research for my articles, I looked at the Broncos Chargers game. Uh, in the first half, the Broncos ran the ball seven times and only got four yards. And they also put four of those runs for zero or negative yards as well. Now in the second half, they ran it eight times and got 106 yards and a touchdown and no runs went for zero or negative yards. And it was the Lindsay touchdown. That was the second run of the second half. That really turned the game for both teams. I think at that point, the Chargers were just like, well, it's happening again. You know, and that was it. Fate was sealed. Rob, are you, are you trying to hurt me, mate? <laughs> no, this is this is all objective. It's all objective, but I think you've got you've got to say like that the defensive coordinator needs to go. <laughs> Mate, this uh, the heads need to roll. For obviously, I was saying this to I think you guys. Well, you know, one game, maybe two games, you can blame the players, but four games in a row, we've blown such a massive lead. Mm-hmm. Something needs to happen. Um, I think that Bradley people love him, but I think either Lynn needs to go with Bradley or Lynn needs to then take over. And get more involved in the defense because it's to change something up at least anyway. Yeah, because Bosa and Ingram were hammering lock in the first 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 half, and in the second half you had all the time in the wheel to throw, man, all the time, and it was oh, that hurt me deep, deep yeah. that did. And he was just getting a bit of swagger about him, wasn't he? Like lock was looking like he was having a bit of fun out there, and, and that's yeah, not what you want to see when your defense is against the wall. Yeah, I've got I've got lock in one of the other leagues I'm in, and in the first half he had minus one point. And this is a standard scoring league. And by the time we finish, he finished on something like 23 points in a standard scoring league. I was like, that should not happen. How do you let a quarterback score 23 standard scoring points, which is quite quite a bit in the second half. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's why it was in there. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. You just hurt me. Pitsy, have you got yours? Do you want me to go with mine first? No, no, I can go. I've got two. Uh, well, let me go said... first because I've, I've only got one. I'm going to go before right. you. 
Okay, so my highlight was um, Delvin Cook. Um, as Thacker saw, was an absolute beast Oof, yeah. through the air, on the ground. Might as well have put him on defense. He was that good. <laughs> uh, and I've got um, Delvin Cook and I have had a good relationship and a bad relationship. I had him two years ago where he was injured and didn't play much and he cost me my Robin Wood Fantasy League and then I kind of bit the bullet last year and drafted him again and he was fantastic. And then obviously he went through all this stuff this year with his um, his contract and Green Bay just could not stop him. He was just no. absolutely incredible. So yeah, everything he touched turned to gold on, on Sunday and he was a uh, it was quite nerve-wracking watching him. On obviously on Thacker's team, I was like, "Cook, can you just, you know, lock it up, mate? Yeah. Get the reserve on, get Madison on." Yeah, <laughs> just, just enough, pass, stop passing it, cousins, pass it, in. please, just stop. Yes, <laughs> get off it, man. Killing me here, but obviously I've got a, a lot of time for Cook, as I say, I've drafted him a couple of years, and I, I do quite enjoy him. So he was my highlight. I mean, the nice. Green Bay. Well, I've got two two quick ones for me. Two quick ones. Uh, first off, Steelers being 7-0 and and that game, mm-hmm. I think it was the fir- first time in a long time that I've got to the end of the game where I was on the edge of my seat, heart in mouth moment and really excited about the the victory against the Ravens. So that was that was one. And then the other one was Cam Newton fumbling so that the Patriots <laughs> lost. So, that was good. Uh, yeah. That was good. <laughs> They Happy days kicked. all around. They could have kicked and tied the game at that point. Like the the Bills' de- uh, rush defense is terrible. Like they'd carved it up all day, and the fact that they they got a little bit greedy, tried to end it in regulation time, just was the undoing of him. Really, it's all a master plan by Bill. He wants uh, one of the two big quarterbacks coming out this this draft. So. He's going to need something, isn't he? Mm. They need a lot more. You can tell they're missing a lot of their players because. They're appalling, and they're not even fun to watch. They used to be, you know, yeah. even with Brady playing, and their defense used to be good, and used to be quite really good to watch, and they're just yeah, at the minute. So, well, if the Cowboys are going the way that they're going, and they go for one of the better quarterbacks, Dak could be out there. Just putting it yeah. there. Well, I suppose mm. the Cowboys could do that, couldn't they? Because of the injury, save themselves five hundred million or whatever Dak's going to want. And get themselves a nice cheap rookie quarterback. Mm, could be. Yeah, but the pass pass haven't got the money to be able to do that though. Mm. Yeah, their cap's pretty full, isn't it? Okay, boys, let's get to it. Who's our first matchup, Stormer? So first matchup was uh teams near the top. Uh, we had the sta- the the standouts versus Simon and his Hey Donald. Um this was meant to be a game where the two high scoring teams went up against each other, except we got a wet fish game where Simon only scored two hundred and forty seven points. Um, Lee was behind going into Monday night and he needed 18 points to win. Two two players ended up finding that super easy and he got the win with 278 to 247. Yeah, I do feel a little bit for Simon here with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He scored the lowest points of the season, six carries for 21 yards. For all their deficiencies, the Jets are actually really good against the run. And up until week eight, they've had one of the best stuff rates in the NFL. And they've actually been very effective of stopping runs before they develop. They're just incredibly weak at the passing game, which is why we saw Mahomes absolutely go to town on them. Uh, Deontay Johnson didn't get looking as well, and Johnny Smith has been remarkably ineffective since his return from injury. So that that those were two big players that didn't do what they were meant to do this week. 
which was actually quite lucky for Lee because Kenny Golladay went down quickly. And then Andrews, again, he's been very hit and miss and he had his, one of his miss weeks against the Steelers. I think one thing that would have made this game a little bit more interesting is if it happened next week because CMC has been coming back to practice. He's due to return. And that would mean that Mike Davis wouldn't be as effective as he has been. But I don't think that would have mattered because Lee got Gorman and Chris Carson could be back from injury as well. So again, it would have been another tale of two sides with big points battling out again. Yeah, he just kind of did what he needed to do, didn't he, Lee? And he got the win, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for everyone else but him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Yes. Unfortunately for everyone else. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. And that's, that's Taman Rob and his decaf McCaffrey's went up against Susie and her blue suede mint shoes. Rob, you had one of your lowest scores of the season and had it all going into Monday night. Eventually, the mint shoes ran away with it, winning 296 to 206. There was no way I was going to bring that. Yeah, there was no way I was bringing back that scoreline. I think it was 90 points down going into Monday with Rojo playing. (laughs) You know, it wasn't really going to happen. Um, I do stand by my players. We are in the rebuilding phase already. Um, I think I have to accept that I haven't got the big guns, you know, like Henry or Mahomes or anyone like that. But they're going to get there. Dobbins got his best run return of the season. Burrow's putting in some great performances now. I have said I'm a bit worried about Taylor's usage this year. I expected Hines and Taylor's scores to be the other way around. Uh, to say that he's been so effective as a pass catcher and he's good at running through the tackles, they've just decided to direct him straight to the middle, which hasn't been great for him. Luckily, there was a bit of hope. Phil Rivers interview and Coach Wright came out saying that he was a bit banged up. So there's a bit of hope there. If I was a head coach, I'd, give, I'd get him more involved in the pass catching game just to confuse the defence because when Taylor's out there, it's going to be a run play, which is a shame. They just target him. Um, there were other reasons I lost the game. Now, you know, Valdez Scantling was very involved in the Packers passing game. You know, without Jones, you thought you'd pass him a bit more. Harrison Bryant had an off day. He fumbled it. Uh, Richard Rogers seemed to retire from pass catching with <laughs> Dallas Goddard's return. So it was always going to be tough. But one thing I did like about Susie's uh, play was she had both major Rams back. She had Brown and Henderson both starting. So no matter who got the run, she would get the points. I thought that was a really good move. Akers has been a non-factor until this point. So, um, you know, it actually really paid off well. Who's got Akers? Has Susie got them, him as well? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I was going to say she had all three. That'd be crazy. Uh, Susie's, <laughs> on a ro- Susie's on a roll though, isn't she? Mm. She's kind yeah, of like just this... got everything ticking and just yeah. got the like... team clicking to go and get it going. <laughs> She's like a silent assassin at the minute, just sneaking up behind you and, not, and you not knowing, and then bam, you're out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been, been good to watch, and she's definitely keeping an eye on her because she's definitely climbing that log quickly. I think well, she's yeah. lost Kittle as well this week, though, as well. So that's that's a big loss. Yeah, it was a big, 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 big loss, Kittle. And then that one all hurt as well because he's mm. phenomenal. I think I'm down to uh, lose to her this week. Um, yeah, we can talk about that, but yeah, probably <laughs> it is you. <laughs> <laughs> says, says me after one win. <laughs> yeah, you're on a streak, though. It's a one game streak. One... Man, I'm on a streak, mate. <laughs> Watch out! Watch out! Here I come. Shall we go into the next game? Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. 
So the next one we have is the second place, Dan, and his Finn Supers going up against the last place and winless Ollie and his Gotham City Rogues. Um, Ollie got his highest score of the season, and Dan had a target of 63 points to get from the Monday game. However, that didn't uh, appear. The party poppers are out, and for the first time, the Rogues get the win. The final score ended 273. <laughs> 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 fantastic um so the final score was 273 to 254 it was a bad day at the office of dan especially because he was challenging for the top spot um in my eyes i think the biggest bus were thielen and nelson Aguilar, which we are going to talk about in the other podcast on friday pitsy uh, thielen was just kept out of the game by dalvin cook he was going to town and the weather had a huge effect on the Raiders passing game, including Nelson Aguilar. He was used, he's used quite a lot as the deepest threat for Derek Carr, which is saying something because Derek Carr is quite a player safe player. And the wind was just saying no to those kinds of passes. And uh, Greg Ward uh, also had an off day as well. Yeah, it's, uh, he didn't get a, didn't get a shoe in Aguilar, did he really? Um, after having such a good game the week before. Because mm. um, I, I picked him up in another league. I was like, come on, because I needed a wide receiver. And then he pretty much got me no coins, so it was pointless. Um, <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I feel kind of bad as well because I mentioned in the, the preview, the preview pod is Dan going to start Tua, he did. And then obviously the Dolphins were fantastic, but Tua mm. was just average. Um and I think that would have affected Dan's score as well because we'll talk about him in the, in the low 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 scores later on. But yeah, um, just had a, had an off week. Dan did, I think. He'll come back. Fine. You reckon we're going to see um, Jalen Hurts anytime soon? I mean, he's having a few plays, isn't he? He's getting involved in some of those uh, gadget plays, those trick plays. But um, Carson Wentz has come out and said he hasn't been performing well enough personally. So you never know. Like if uh, the Eagles get safely into the playoffs or, you know, out of the playoffs, depending on what happens, then, yeah, I think Hertz could come in for a few games at the end. Looking at that division, I think they're already in the playoffs, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone someone is, mate. (laughs) I think the number of low scores in that division means that, like, the Washington team go on a run of three and they could be in it. So uh, I think anyone's game there at the moment. They're all licking their lips in there. It's literally one win away could get you into the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> you might not go any further in the playoffs, but one win away and you're in, in the wild card round, aren't you really? Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. So that'd be funny to see. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's good. And Ollie, Ollie, woohoo. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got your win. You got your win. And it was a good yeah. win too. So well done, he's, uh, well done. He's getting his points and he's, he's, he's slowly getting there. I think if he can keep those points going i think 273 is his highest he's ever had so smashed it yeah and got a win for it so keep it up ollie keep it up all right let's the celebration continue boys and girls not only did ollie get his first win but so did you stormo congratulations (laughs) (laughs) yes still (laughs) fun still fun your Puss United went up against Stackers Generals, an absolute belter of a game with both of you scoring high into the 300s. Thacker actually scored the second highest score of the week 
But for one Stormo, you pulled it out of the bag, and the final score was 375 to 341. Yeah, I think this was the um, game that we expected Simon and Lee's to be. <laughs> you know, this yeah, was exactly. the big scores that we were expecting. Um, yeah, congratulations, Tobo. I think it's one of the first times that Mahomes and DK have actually given you performances at the same time. Yes, mate. Yeah. It's about time as well. And then uh, DJ Dallas did the business with that surprise start with those two touchdowns as well. i got to say, like, with the opponents you were facing, I was thinking it was going to go the other way. You know, Wilson... Darwin Cook monster weeks for them. Uh, you know, Zach Moss and Travis Fulgham did very well as well. Um, and yeah, how you held them off was super impressive. Um, I think you've got to give credit to the generals though, because they were expecting a 55 point whooping at the start of this one and they outperformed their target. And it just so happened that you smashed your target as well. Um, it's, it's got to hurt Thacker though to lose this one by such a strong side out. Oh, yeah. I, the fact that he's got the second highest score and he still loses. So it's always a tough one to take, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. As I said to you before, this happened to me where I've been quite a high scorer. So, Thakur, I feel your pain. And I, I, I do apologise because it, it's crap. It's honestly horrible. And I thought at one point when I was ahead, I was like, Gronk's going to have a monster game for the Bucks, and I'm going to wake up and my, I'm going to have lost this game by a point. Because <laughs> uh, he didn't in the end, but... It was, um, as I say, Mahomes finally stepped up. The Chiefs didn't run the ball at all. Uh, Kelsey had a good game. Uh, I just all my, I swapped Dallas in literally five minutes before the, the second the second kickoff, second round of kickoff. Um, and he ended up doing quite well as well. So um, it was a good, 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 good feeling to finally get mm. a win. Um, and I know Thacker's sides, you know, ravaged with injuries. Um, and to have those injuries and still score that high, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's a tough pill to swallow. But as I mentioned in the the preview pod or the yeah the preview pod at the beginning uh, or end of last week, uh, Thacker and I have pretty much neck and neck point scoring. Um, but I've just had thousands of other points scored against me. And um, yeah, so now I've, yeah, one win. So once it just went in your favour, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One one win, mate. You know, sky's the limit now. I can maybe even takes. get two if I'm lucky. <laughs> no more bagels for you. Exactly, mate. No more, but yeah, it's, it's good good to get that scratch off the off the sheet. Well, you were talking about a couple of weeks ago, you were saying that you could almost uh, scratch mine and Rob's bottoms. <laughs> or was yeah. it mine and Mark's bottoms? Or I can't remember who it was, but uh, you're going to be even closer to Mark now if you want to finish us up with the last one, mate. Cool. Um, yeah, another good thing is I get to play you again, Pitsy. So that that's gonna be that could be a decider because it's right near the end as well. But obviously, let's cu- not not count any chickens before then. Um, so finish up, Pitsy. We have your strong side cornbread against Mark and his rolling with the Mahomies. Uh, yeah, you were predicted a hundred points. Yeah, were you a hundred points behind? But and Mark made a couple of changes, did this and this and this, and then uh, brought it back, and the game <laughs> was actually quite close. Um, prediction-wise. And then, Pitsy, you got the third highest score of the week behind me and Thaka to get yourself a fourth, much-needed fourth win of the season, Um, which is quite good because that prediction was way in Mark's favour. So, Yeah, it really um, was. Yeah. I had no hope at the beginning of last week. Yeah, mate. So that's that's good. You pulled that one back. And you cracked the 300 mark, so 304 to 276. Good scores. Good score. Um, Yeah, there's a a few things that kind of went against Mark in this one. Um, we talked about Nelson Aguilar before with the Raiders. Um, Henry Ruggs 
had the same problem in the Cleveland weather. Um, Mark also had poor performances from AJ Green as well, who just seems to be getting left out behind Boyd and Higgins now. And then DJ Moore is also getting left out, but of offensive plans altogether. You know, he didn't seem to get any action until the fourth quarter. Um, it, interestingly enough, the Carolina offenses targeted Colin Thompson before Moore. And Colin Thompson is a blocking tight end who's not seen a target for a long time. So it just seemed to be getting missed out. Must have been getting some good coverage from Atlanta. But not going to take it with me. Pitsy, Jamal Williams had a great game. So did Tyreek Hill. Cooper Cup, you know, with his multiple targets on the great round catch-up. came up with him, yeah. Yeah, big time. And then the Steelers' D, they had something to say against the Ravens as well. Got you some good scores there. Uh, and that marks two defeats in a row for Mark's team. Whoop, whoop. I mean, sorry, Mark, um, but that excites me. Um, yeah, so the <laughs> it was a good good battle of the Ds there. Um, and this, the Steelers' D seems to be like a – kind of like Lee's got with the Ravens' D, seems to be like a good little extra play mm. you've got. Um, it's hard, but you know, especially yeah. you know, you I mentioned Colin him. Thompson. Yeah, you chose him quite hard, didn't you? I did, but I needed him. I wanted him. I knew they were going to be uh, hot this year. And you know, you say Colin Thompson's a blocking tight end, and it's weird, like when you get that blocking tight end, um, and then they just seem to have a connection in that game, and it's that game you don't want them to have any connection, and they just seem to get loads of balls, even yeah. if they're not a proper catching. And it's hard to watch as well because they do charges with Virgil Green sometimes. So can you stop passing to Green? Give it to Henry. Um, but um, yes. Well, Thompson actually only got one target and didn't catch it, so um, he didn't do very well. <laughs> it was Curtis Samuel's night, hands. though. It was Curtis Samuel's night. Good old Samuel's. Good old Samuel. Give it Samuel. Right, Stormo. Let's get into your figures. Awesome. So, um, doing this week's highest scores is quite exciting. Uh, so we'll go this way. Highest scoring running back, I'm just going to do it slightly different, was Cook, who scored 83 points, which is only two points off um, the highest scoring quarterback, which shows you how good Cook was. Um, obviously, Thacker owns Cook. Uh, highest scoring defense was the Eagles, which Mark owns with 56 points. But the question is, did Mark start the Chiefs, who he picked up off Dan, who predicted the highest, or did he start the Eagles? I've got a funny feeling he started the Chiefs. I think he started the Chiefs. Yeah. And then quarterback, tight end, and wide receiver. So Mahomes scored 85, 85 points. DK scored 56 points. And Kelsey scored 38 points. And I own all three of those. So Damn. Uh, damn. I think that helped. And the reason why my score was quite high, because three out of the five positions we review, I had... Which is quite cool. And it's about time Mahomes. Um, I know Kelsey's been up there, but Mahomes has just been chilling because he's got quite that many weapons. And they all seem to be scoring at different points. The defense had a run. The running backs had a week. Um, you know, so it's about time Mahomes actually had his week. So that's the reason I drafted him at two. So that was pretty cool. That, made, that, that, that was exciting. Yeah, about time he earned his money. Yeah, damn straight, mate. He's about to go on that trade block, but um, <laughs> I don't have another quarterback, so I couldn't. <laughs> um, then this is uh, the lowest scoring. Lowest scoring starters. Obviously, I mentioned earlier that I feel kind of bad because I asked Dan or I asked the pod or I asked the world, will Dan start Tua? And I think I got in his head and he ended up starting Tua. Um, and Tua only scored 16 points. But I think he can be happy as well because the Dolphins... D and special teams absolutely went nuts. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's because Murray was Murray was on a bye. He couldn't he couldn't start Murray. Yeah, yeah I think he just he, he didn't he'd already fallen out with Cam, so he, he had to put Tour in. Yeah, so he had options, but I wouldn't say they were great options. Uh, and I probably would have started Tour over Cam. Um, and I think Cam's points weren't that far ahead. There were a couple more than two, but not massively more. Um, the lowest scoring running back was Madison Pitsy, who you own, only scored three point eight points. Yeah, Cook's back in East, so I had Cook. no other option. Yeah, yeah, to start him. So then we have um, Mr. Is it Marquise Brown, I think, that Thacker started. Um, only scored 5.1 points, the wide receiver. Uh, AJ Green, 5.9 for Mark. Uh, Rob, you mentioned Valdez Galden, standing 5.3 mm-hmm. on your team. Aglor scored a big fat zero. And obviously Galladay, Galladay scored a big fat zero for Lee, but he did go in, go off injured. Um, tight end, Rob, the boy you put your waiver in for, Bryant, obviously fumbled and got you a massive four points, was it? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and then the D, the Panthers, you started, got you 14 points, Rob. So if you look at that, you're on that three times as well, Rob. So, and that yeah. kind of predicts why you scored so low in yours. But then I had Bears on the other side. So, you know, they didn't do great either. So. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of makes you feel slightly better, though, when you've got two teams and they're both crap or they're both bomb out. You're like, oh, it doesn't matter which one I've started. They're both shit. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> really matter either way. It's worse when one goes really well and the other one does really terrible and you start the terrible one. Yeah. Didn't you? Uh, I started Rogers as well, didn't I? Richard Rogers. Yeah, I didn't for... put him down because he got a big fat zero, but um, it's because uh, old Dallas came back to me on yeah. Saturday night or something. So, but yeah, he, Roger, yes, I didn't want to, you know, rub your nose. <laughs> yeah, you that's fine. And, yeah. <laughs> and Roger. <laughs> I thought I mentioned your name enough there, so I was like, oh, well, just, just put the one down. But, yeah, you're, if you want to be professional and add it all in, yeah, you started Rodgers, mate, you got zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a single target. Um, And he's back up the team now as well. Oh, no. He's gone. That's it. The wrath of Rob. One good game. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. doesn't last long with Rob, does it? Like, uh, no, he mate. might be on the bench. Well, I think he's once, on the bench. He's it, just not gone. in the starting team yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, Rob, you're heartless, mate. I know. If I ever need an animal putting down, mate, I'm going to call you. <laughs> You'll be able to do it. <laughs> well, I'll, be, I'll be nice. Uh, talking about this, yeah, right? I've got nothing... tell him that he, uh... get the yeah. uh, get the quilted spade. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, got nothing to do with football, but today I went when I was on my on my rounds. I drove into a pet cemetery, like a real one. Yeah, oh, well. Yeah, like you, people have been there were all headstones and all things where you can go and bury a pet. I never knew that was an actual thing, but um, yeah, it was. Um, and I was like, "Ooh, this is creepy. I'm getting over this shit before someone comes back and cuts my Achilles <laughs> tendon or something." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that has nothing to do with football. But I thought it was quite strange, so I thought I'd just mention it. Yeah, great. Thanks the very much. Of Stormo. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Sweet. All right, well, I just thought I'd like throw in the league standings just so we know where all things stand this week. Uh, top of the pile, Lee in first place, 7-1. and one. And Because of Dan losing, he's uh, dropped a proper second now into 6-2 uh, and two with Dan. Third place is Simon at 5-3. and three. 
Then fourth place, Susie climbs up to five and three. She's uh, fifth place, yeah, she is climbing. She's getting up there. Mm. Fifth place, I have shot right up with my win, and I go fifth for four and four. I can't see a uh, bum anymore, mate. Up. You're going too high. I know. I, <laughs> I, I thought I got a little bit too close, mate. Uh, Thacker, he drops to four and four in sixth place. Rob, you are in the seventh on four and four, so there's three of us on four and four there. Mark gets super close to you in eighth on three and five. And then the bottom pair, who both got their win, ninth, Stormo, one and seven, and tenth, Ollie, one and seven. The Baguette Brothers. <laughs> the Spooning Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> one's being spooned and uh, one's going to get a big spoon I don't know who though <laughs> there's a massive massive matchup next week yeah, mate. big matchup talk, next talk week talk about that one soon alright nice one great work as always boys until next time until next time until next time ballers up <laughs>